everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost, and today I am actually joined by someone at the beginning of our podcast. Who are you? Who's here? Natalie Beach. Natalie, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Um, I went to high school with Britton. We're best friends. Yes. Long story short. Um, today we are on New Staten Dam, and the reason that Natalie is with me, we're going to skip over cruise news this week, the beloved segment, I know. But today, we're going to do things a little differently. So we are on New Staten Dam right now, Holland and America Line's newest ship, and we have just gotten to our stateroom. And so how I wanted to do this podcast is to do a little segments. So we've just gotten to our stateroom. We're going to do a little stateroom impression for you, and then we're going to go throughout the ship and record from different places as our journey continues. Uh, we're very excited to be here and, and Natalie I want to ask you I know you've only been on one cruise before so I kind of impressions about the stateroom what do you think? I think it's really great I think it would it's like plenty of room for us too and you could fit even more people in it. Our balcony is amazing. Yeah tell so tell the story about the balcony. So we got out there and we thought maybe it was a shared balcony because it's so big and then we realized it was all ours which was very cool. Yeah it's huge I mean it is a four there are four chairs on there and plenty of room. It's really, really nice. And we, I mean, we could do cartwheels out there. Yeah. Truly. Uh, the stateroom is really nice. I like it. It's a light wood, um, white, white mixture of white linens and some text, some fabrics, um, printed fabrics. But you have that signature Holland America line pop of orange. Uh, which is really nice because you have an orange chair in here and then you have a, a pop of orange on the runner of the bed. So I didn't make that connection. I like that. Yeah, so you have a little bit, you have the kind of modern look, but then you also have that classic cruise line look with the patterned carpet and the runner on the bed with the pattern and then and then that Holland America line orange. And actually, I'm looking underneath the bed right now and there's a little bit of orange peeking out from the other side of the fabric. Um, so you do you do have that which is a nice touch it keeps things lively i think a lot of times when you try to get too modern you can get a little cold and a little sterile and people on cruise ships who who sail holland america line who sell carnival who sell sail you know the big big main cruise ships are used to seeing kind of those colors and patterns um but the stateroom is a great size and as i said we're gonna kind of hook up with you guys some more places wherever we go on the ship or we'll probably do one poolside maybe one from the bar um and and just kind of see where this goes I don't know this is new to us and this is a new format for me but I think it's going to come out really cool so uh we'll get to the rest of the podcast soon I guess I'm excited I'm excited it's going to be fun thanks for being here Nat I'm no problem. so glad thank that, you for bringing me I'm so glad that we're experiencing this together okay hi everyone um Right now, we are in the Rolling Stone Rock Room. We just finished a game of trivia. And how did we do now? We did good. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, everyone on this ship is a lot older than us, so there were some questions that were, like, back-in-the-day questions that we didn't really There were a few trick questions. There were, what was, tell about the golf one. Well, there was a golf question where he was like, what's a four-letter game? 
that starts with a T and it's golf. A four-letter sport. Four-letter sport. That starts with a T and, and there golf. was another one where it makes you think that the answer is Steven Spielberg, but it was really somebody else. So, so far we've only, we've done a lot, but we've only podcasted a little just because everything has been going on kind of back to back. We spent a lot of time at the pool already. And we also spent a lot of time at BB King's. The hard thing is on this ship is that there is so much music. This ship is so music centric. All of the floors are named after composers. And you have the Rolling Stone Rock Room where we are now. Across from us is the Billboard uh, Room or Lounge. And then you have BB King next to us. And so at night we're doing a lot of listening to music. And um, it's really hard to try to speak over it um, in this setting. You can talk over it with other people, but uh, there's one woman who we've kind of taken to a little bit. And do you know who I'm talking about? The singer. Okay, the singer I like, but I was talking about our friend, the dancer. So oh, there is there yes, is a okay. woman on this ship. I will say that all the, we're listening to all this old music, and there's this, just this one woman who is probably, I would say, not not very probably old like she's probably 65. like 65 yeah exactly yeah. that's what i was gonna say she's probably like 65 and every night wherever we go we see her like she, we follow her somehow because that's how drawn we are to her i guess and she just stands and dances on the stage by herself and it is awesome she is so cool and i we've seen her three times today already and it's um 11 30 in the morning so <laughs> She's an enigma, and we're just we're just witnessing everything that she does. She is us when we get older. Yes, yes, <laughs> I agree. So anyway, we're going to sign off for now, but we'll check back in with you at lunch. Um, and then in a few minutes, we'll go back to our room and uh, talk to you all about uh, some of the food that we've eaten so far as well. Okay, everyone, um, we are now out on our balcony, and we had a nice little evening so far. So... Uh, this morning we were doing trivia and we didn't end up being able to take the mics to the restaurant like we thought. Uh, the problem with this idea that we had is that things are loud, which they're not too loud on the ship. They're just loud to get a recording. So, you know, on the ship, it's actually generally pretty quiet, um, compared to other ships that I've been on, but it is loud to try to record because part of what makes this ship so special is the amount of live music that they have and the amount of performances and so those are happening pretty consistently um so so we have found it a little bit hard to do podcasts at night um but we did end up going to lunch at the Lido market today and i ate a salad which was really nice you know we just kind of it was a build your own salad thing and then they tossed it for you and Nat I had something from the Asian um, part of the Lido market it was white rice with a couple of different things mixed in and I got a couple dumplings and it was really good yeah and then uh, we went to get an appetizer at Club Orange so all of the journalists were granted um, this Club Orange status I guess would be the right way to put it and that allows us access to our own restaurant um, that serves the same menu as the main dining room but it also serves a few additional options and it's $50 a day 
Uh, it depends on what you're going to be using it for. If it's just for dining, considering that it has the same options, I wouldn't know that I would do it for just that. But yeah. it is nice to be able to go into a more intimate setting if you don't like the feel of the main dining room. Um, I personally like that two-floor dining with a lot of people. It just to me, it feels like being on a ship. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, but I, I like that vibe, and I like being around yeah. people. Yes, Club Orange was more personal. It seemed like the waiters would remember you. And, and they did. Yeah. The girls yeah. that we dined with, they did remember them. They called them by name, and they called a few other guests by name. So it, it yeah. was, um, if that's what you're interested in, yeah. and if you're interested in that more personalized service that you would see maybe from a more luxury cruise line, um, then that's definitely, that would definitely be worth booking. Yes. And then the, we had breakfast delivered to our room from Club Orange, which was really yes, nice. Yes, so with yeah. Club Orange, we also get free uh, room service for breakfast. And um, it was good. It was, we did yeah. a, just a few a few things, but it was nice to have that option for a sea day so that we didn't have to get up and get ready immediately. And we got to drink our coffee on the balcony, mm -hmm. everything like that. And I don't know if we've said this yet, we do have a double wide balcony. So our, so all of the balconies on the fourth floor are double length, but ours is also double wide. Um, so we don't have a stateroom next to us and the girls next to us also have a double wide because there's a storage room. So there's, there's essentially the length of two staterooms between us and we, we just have all this extra space, which yeah. is nice. And since we've become friends with them, we've also realized that we might be able to open up our balconies to each other. So if you were traveling with a family who really wanted some extra space outside um, and didn't necessarily want to be next to the pool, this would be a good booking option, mm -hmm. especially being able to open up yeah. those balconies to each other. Yeah. And the sun was coming in on this side this afternoon, so I got some nice sun. Yeah, regardless of where you, what side of the ship you're on, obviously you will get sun at one point of the day. But... And we have a really nice sunset right now. Yeah. Passing that. Yeah, and we're sitting out on the balcony, and it's it's great. And tonight we're gonna go to. Last night we dined at. I I know we said we would talk about dining a little bit, so we got into Club Orange. Last night we dined at Rudy's, which is the seafood grill on the ship. And everyone that we dined with, we we're dining with a group of journalists, and everyone that we dined with really seemed to have a great experience there. Good mm -hmm. wines good food um i i got lobster and i thought it was amazing and i got escargot which was great as well mm -hmm. and, and i had mussels which was so good the mussels were great and then i had salmon for my appetizer which was really good as well yeah so it was all good it was all good dessert was good and uh, so we're interested to see these are the specialty restaurants so there is an additional fee to go to those restaurants as well um but we're, tonight we're going to Tamarind, which is the Asian-inspired restaurant. So tonight's our gala night. So uh, Very exciting. Yes, everyone is dressed up so far. I will say as well something to note. I was concerned about the gala attire on Holland America line. I know on Silver Sea, sometimes you see people wearing tuxedos. You have women wearing floor-length gowns. And... Um, I, I figured that it would be a little bit less formal here just because of the difference in the in the level 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was worried as well. Yeah, but <laughs> but I will say that we are wearing. I'm wearing a, a suit, just a casual pair of black pants and a blazer, and Natalie's wearing a cocktail dress, and we are fitting in perfectly. So I mean, there were people in khakis. Um, so that's something to note as well is that on this on these ships you do have. Uh, they are a little more casual throughout the evening and people are wearing jeans on board and um, cargo pants to dinners and things like that so yeah I do always think that's important to note because I remember going on Silver Sea and having to buy all new clothes because I was worried about how <laughs> didn't want to be underdressed was be. <laughs> exactly um, and I, I guess we don't have anything else to add for now but tomorrow um, we're gonna go on a bike tour in Half Moon K. Half Moon Key. And um, that is Holland America Line's private island carnival as well. Um, and we'll maybe hit you up from there live. So yeah. we'll see. But, <laughs> if um, one of us doesn't fall and hurt ourselves. Yeah, Natalie's <laughs> worried about falling. But uh, I, I'm interested to see it, the activity level of the bike tour as well because it's supposed to be mild. So uh, there are, we're prob- we are probably... Um, one of maybe two of 15 people our age yeah um we're 23 and there are not a lot of young people on this trip there are not a lot of children you have to look for them for sure correct um i would say most of the people on board are are over the age of 60. Mm -hmm. Um, yes but you do see people in their 40s and 50s as well um but with that being said, I think a lot of the excursions are going to be mild, even the ones that are supposed to be a little bit more active, um, just because of the age, the age group. Um, I will also say that we're cruising in an off season for young people. for young people. Yeah. Um, because it's the beginning of January, so people have just started school back. People are working, so um, you would definitely see an increase in families cruising in the summer and of yeah, course over the spring holidays. spring break. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. Okay, well we'll see y'all tomorrow and maybe tonight and who knows, but we'll see you soon. Okay, hello everyone. We are on our last night of the cruise. We're up on the Lido deck and it is we're sailing past a carnival ship right now actually. It's quite dark out so we can't tell which one it is, but it is lit up. And um, it's been really fun trying to do a podcast in this format. I think that, as we said a bit earlier, on this ship, it doesn't particularly work that well. Um, just because we've been in constant settings with music and at night it's, it's loud because there's a lot of music. But you can always go to quiet places on the ship, which is, you know, obviously what we're doing now. But it it is um it's lively at night where you want it to be and it's not where you don't and that's something that i really appreciate uh and and as you can hear we have a quite a bit of wind too so i hope that you can still hear everything okay um but tomorrow we're gonna do some final thoughts at the airport but i just wanted to talk a little bit about what we did today um we went to half moon key and Natalie and I did a bike tour and um, it was it was fun. I would say that for someone our age at our level of athleticism, which is not which is not a ton. Yeah, which (laughs) is not super high. um, It was it was a little bit slow and a little bit too um, easygoing, maybe. 
it was definitely a slow ride um we stopped about three times in a span of 45 minutes and we only biked about two miles it seemed like maybe three yeah um yeah but but that being said we were yeah but that being said we were on the bike ride with a 65 year old woman who said that the level of activity was actually too much for her yeah, um, there were a few hills so i don't know why you would really choose to do a bike tour when you're you weren't super active but i think that i think that that being said like for someone who wasn't super active this would kind of be a good excursion if you wanted to do something like that but they also had yeah and if you wanted to see the island a little bit that would be nice. Yeah, I mean, there were, like, jet ski activities. There was horseback riding. And although horseback riding is, you know, it takes a little bit of skill maybe. Um, or maybe not. I mean, I'm sure they had beginner riders as well. But but that doesn't take a super high level of activity. And, uh, you know, there were, there were definitely options for different people. And, and a lot of journalists that we were with just rented clamshells and sat on the beach. Yeah, and the beach was so great the, loved it the beach was really nice i don't know if if you've been on a holland america line ship then you've probably gone to half moon key if it was in the bahamas um but it's a very nice island super super clear waters um and then just the fact that they have this island that they've designated you know a lot of cruise lines are doing this now where they're getting private islands but all of their staff is familiar with their product and uh it's just it's really nice and uh, you have uh, you have wait staff on the beach you have like a lunch and just all these different things but it was really nice to sit on a clamshell i will say though the beach we had two ships there um and it it got a little packed at sometimes yeah i didn't think it was too bad but if you like to be at a beach and not be with a lot of people it might be overwhelming yeah because there was only one option but you know it, the further you walk down the more sparse it gets because it, it does seem like we're traveling with a lot of passengers who have mobility issues just due to their age um I will say, and I, th- this is not a bad thing, that the demographic of this cruise in particular is are some of the oldest people I've seen on ships, um, just across the board. Not to say that there are older people than on other ships, but just the amount of people in the same age group, which I would say is about 75 to 80, maybe 70 to 80 like baby boomers sort of is is high so it is a lot of a lot of older people but but as we said yesterday it is an off season so i i don't know if that will change um but yeah i mean we had a really great day today we had a good dinner and tomorrow when we go over um from the airport kind of a recap we'll go over more of like what we did what we ate but i just wanted to talk about half moon key because i i think today was probably my best day on board so far definitely i loved half moon key i love the beach that's just something you can't get anywhere else and and also i would like to note that we're on day four of our vacation so if you were doing a seven day sailing um okay well let me rephrase i think that today was so great because 
we had gotten to know people and we were super comfortable with people and we got to do things with them and sit on the beach with people that we had met and all of that. And, and in that scheme of things, the amount of time that we've been on board is about half what everyone else will be doing on a regular trip. And I think that that's what made today so special. Not particularly that it was the last night, but we had kind of solidified some of those relationships. And I will say that we didn't meet a lot of passengers. Um, not that we didn't meet any passengers. We met a couple from Iowa last night who were very outgoing. And um, we did meet we did meet a few passengers, but everyone kind of keeps to themselves, it seems like. Um, a lot of people traveled in groups. Yeah. There are a lot of um, couples here. So, you know, uh, groups of four or six um, that have traveled together, which is neat. But um, they are all eating together all the time and sitting in the lounges together. And they'll have a group of like, you know, as I said, four yes. to six. There was definitely a knitting group too. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah. They were all sitting in the cafe knitting. So, you know, it, it, fun things like that. And I think that a lot of our listeners are a lot older than I am. Um so it's it's nice that we can have this perspective and and for me as someone who's 23 I didn't feel left out ever I didn't feel like something wasn't for me um and and it's clear that no one else felt that way because everyone was out doing everything all the time so you know we had most of the other young people that I saw were out at BB King and out at the a Rolling Stone rock room and, and just yeah. really kind of and at the piano bar there was the kid looked about 14 at the piano bar last night and and he was having a great time and so I, I, I haven't seen anyone kind of sit on the sidelines which I think is neat um, just because of the age gap between some of the passengers so I mean that being said we will talk to you tomorrow about some of our final impressions, but but so far, I, I think everything has been really good. I think that the first day we kind of were in as a headspace of like, oh, well, what are we going to do? There aren't that many venues. There are four music places, and then there's the world stage, and we kind of had this feeling of like, well, what are we going to do at night? There's no club. There's no whatever else, and we really... I found kind of our groove in the last couple nights here where we would all the shows overlap a little bit so you can just walk from one to another and you know right when mm -hmm. one is ending another one is starting and so you can really just make a whole night of it and um I think, Definitely. Yeah, and so I, I think we really did find, and in having, creating relationships with people and having people to go with has definitely, the first night we were like, what do we do? I mean, we went and saw music and we sat and had a good time, but but it's been being with other journalists and and finding these shows and, you know, everyone knows all the music that's being played and it's just, even though they're playing songs that older people know, it's all, it's well-known ones mm -hmm. that we know as well. Yeah, there were definitely some really good songs yeah. to dance to. So it wasn't just like some odd niche. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, okay, well, we will talk to you all from the airport tomorrow. Okay, hello, everyone. Um, I am now at the airport in Fort Lauderdale. I had just gotten off New Staten Dam, and I know I said Natalie was supposed to join me, but in a last-minute turn of events, 
she's not here. And don't worry, she didn't fall overboard, no. We just had to be at different terminals. So it looks like I'll be doing the recap by myself. I'm sitting um, in Terminal 3 of the Fort Lauderdale Airport, currently eating a bagel, which I learned after I purchased that the bagel stand was out of cream cheese and butter. So figure that one out for yourself, how, how this tastes. But... Um, I had a great time aboard New Staten Dam, and to be honest, at the beginning, which I think that we've said earlier in the podcast, we've spread this out over a couple days, as you know, so I, I'm not sure exactly what all we've, um, we've said, but at first I was skeptical because everyone on board was so much older than me, but you know, throughout the week and making friends and meeting people and, and having people to go to shows with, it, it really makes a difference, and last night we were talking about how it's not the ship that makes the trip it's not the destinations but it really is the people that you meet aboard and and that's why cruising is so special um because you're just able to meet so many people from so many different walks of life and for us as journalists it's a little bit different because we get placed into groups but I mean we just met the nicest people and and they are what made going to the shows fun of course the entertainment was great as well but but being able to go to shows with people who you really enjoy and being able to talk about them afterward and having those shared experiences is something that's really important and something that's really special and that's part of the reason that I I like cruising so much um but you know the entertainment was great on board the food was great and i'm gonna we'll do a more pinpointed um episode where we talk more about exactly what restaurants i ate at um what shows we went to kind of what was offered um and of course you'll see those through the live voyage reports that i'm posting on avid cruiser as well but really uh overall impression is very positive so uh look look for that podcast uh, next week. Thank you so much for joining me today on Avid Travel with Britain Frost. I hope you all have a great week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Uh-huh.